Fran fam, what's going on? Listen, before we start this podcast episode, I have a very, very small favor to ask of each and every single one of you guys. I appreciate the support that all of you have been showing for the podcast up until this point, but we want to try and get these episodes out to as many people as possible. And how we do that on the audio side is by leaving a review and dropping a five-star rating. So if you've been a consistent listener of the pod, please, before we get this episode started, it only takes a couple of seconds, leave a review. It could be a two-word, three-word, four-word review or just leave a rating do something to get the word out so that we can get the marvin francois show to more listeners moving forward outside of that love you guys appreciate the support but without further ado let's get into this episode i had a little stint in real estate okay right for about eight years i had a license in california and massachusetts the money wasn't money in, you know yeah. what i'm saying like <laughs> like i had 10k months 20k months mm-hmm. you know even a 30k month right but the money wasn't money in for me okay. with the amount of time like it wasn't coming fast enough. Mm-hmm. So I, what I did was I always like meeting people. So I was like, man, how can I get mentorship? How can I meet new people? How can I always make uh, connection and networking easier? Mm. It was like, man, if I just start interviewing people. I, so I wasn't even calling it a podcast. I was just having YouTube interviews. Mm. But I was able to connect with anyone I wanted. No one said no. Mm-hmm. So then I just went off. I was like, damn, all I got to do is invite somebody on a, on a podcast or it wasn't or on an interview at the time. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to say, yeah. So I was meeting like top real estate people. I was meeting top owners, founders, millionaires. And I was like, man, I need some multimillionaire friends myself. So I just kept inviting people that I wanted to meet for interviews. And then eventually I was like, damn, I think this is a podcast. So that's kind of what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Marvin Francois Show, your number one source for all things business, finance, and investing. And today is a very special day because our guest today is the creator of the Imperfect Action Show. Our guest is also the creator of the On The Pursuit podcast. He's the owner and founder of the pod agency, hailing all the way from Los Angeles, California, by way of Boston, Massachusetts. You know, some people like to say the man, the myth, the legend. He is a man. He's not a myth because he's sitting right next to me. But gosh darn it, he's on his way to becoming a legend. I'm here with the one, the only, Mr. Brendan Boyd. What's going on, family? Bro, first of all, I just got to say. Talk to me. Can I take you on a road, bro? Let's go. Because that was amazing. I appreciate it, man. You know I appreciate like, it. Yo, this dude, I don't know if y'all, I don't know if this is your first time watching this or, or you know, if you really love uh, Mars Platforms. Come on. You, you will return. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. But this dude is professional. I try. You know what I'm saying? So when you get the opportunity to sit down next, next to him in this chair, mm-hmm. and, and he got his engineer over there, Josh, yo, they get to it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you, it, this is serious business. No, 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 this is serious business. Me me and Josh are like Kobe and Shaq, peanut yeah. butter and jelly. You understand? Like water and a hot day. The best combination ever, right? But that's why we take time to bring on even better guests like yourself. I appreciate it, man. Most appreciate definitely. It. How are you, bro? How's everything? Man, I'm amazing, bro. Fantastic. Um, I, was thinking, I was thinking about this today. Um, I might start doing like, Either daily recaps or okay. weekly recaps. Okay. And just throw them on my gram. Because a day like today, I had so many different experiences that I went through. Okay. I feel like people would benefit from them. Um, and I think it gives me an opportunity to like, just share. Right? Okay. So you asked me how my day was. It was phenomenal. And I want other people to know that too. But if I don't share it, they ain't going to know. 100%. I, I, I would definitely co-sign that. And, and you're a very interesting dude. So I think it would give people a little bit of insight into you know what you have going on yeah. in your day-to-day life. And so I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm me. So the things I do seem normal and regular. Right. So hearing that from you is interesting because it's like, okay, what do other people see? What's the perception? Right, I, so, so well, I'm excited well, to hear about it. Well, you always on the road. Okay. You're always closing deals. And you're always True. sitting down interviewing very, very dope individuals. That's that's a very interesting life to me. Let's get it, bro. Come on, bro. Let's Come on. But, 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 you know, I know who you are. All right. 
Josh knows who you are. Okay. But there's somebody that's on the other end of the screen and or, you know, audio output of whatever that's they're true. choosing is. That's true. That don't know who you are. That's, that's a fact. So, so let's take a second. Let's take a minute to introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are, where you're from, what you do, but more importantly, how you got your start. 100%, man. So my name is Brendan Boyd. I'm a digital media entrepreneur, right? Also a podcaster. I live in Los Angeles. Originally, I'm from Boston. I got a background in fashion. I fumbled one of the biggest bags with my business partner, right? <laughs> we invented the Jargon Sweat, which is something we could talk about. Okay. I didn't know nothing about mechanical patents. Didn't know about none of that. Okay. So like, the largest brands to the smallest brands all across the world have a Jargon Sweat. We should be getting re- residuals for the rest of my life. I should already be a multi-billionaire right now. Okay. Got so you. that's who I am. Got you. Well, they, well, well the Jargon Sweat. You talk about that, that hot suit thing? That, that... Well, not, not really the suit part, the, just the bottoms. Okay. So, th- so back in the day, sweatpants were just just like long, and there was no there was no there's no thing at, at the bottom, bottom. right? So we actually came up with that. Okay. So a business partner in my, um, we had a brand, we designed that with one of the buyers at uh, Karma Loop, which mm-hmm. was a budding like big online streetwear like God online, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We came up with that, um, and we just put it out. Like we didn't have the mentorship, we didn't have the guidance, we know nothing about mechanical patents, nothing about uh, trademarking that, none of that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know. Learn experience, but but yeah, man. So my background's in marketing, um, entrepreneurship. Um, I'm a big personal development junkie. Mm-hmm. I just want to become the, the the best version of me every single day, and mm-hmm. that's kind of like you know with everything that I do, that's really like the undertone message I'm putting out there for people to kind of catch. Got you. So obviously, you know, like you said, you're you're an entrepreneur. You come from a marketing background. Um, before you got into entrepreneurship. Uh, do you, you? I'm sure you had like a nine to five. So like, what did you do for work? Bro, there was no before, bro. Like, oh, you, you just jumped straight into yeah, entrepreneurship. Listen, let me break this down. Right? Talk to me. Talk to me. I'm a big, I'm a big believer in in just like just starting. You know okay. I mean? Like if you think about it too long, you might think yourself out of position. Okay. Now, I do believe that you should do some due diligence, but sometimes if you overthink, you don't take action. Fact. So while I was in college, I did have a job at Sprint. Okay. You know, so we can't talk about that. I was at Sprint for four years. I'm sorry. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. So so however, um. I, I I was a big basketball player, right? Mm-hmm. Played ball my entire life. However, I was like, man, like Boston doesn't have a league. So after like 18 years old, there really no, there was no basketball leagues back in the day. Mm-hmm. So my idea was to kind of create something kind of like Rucker Park out here in New York, where it's like, okay, the 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 biggest players in the city can come, we can play. You know what I'm saying? After 18, 19 years old, you know, 20s, 30s, if you if you hooping, you could come hoop in the city. So I did that for like six years. Mm-hmm. I did leagues, you know, two or three times a year. Built that up. I was a player mm. and a commissioner and an owner. Crazy. Right? Um, I got sponsors on the jerseys, on the fence. Um, I had um, uh, the mobile food truck. I had a DJ. It was lit. So Crazy. I was doing that. Right. Uh, so while I was at Sprint, you could come come to Sprint, get a phone, right? Okay. And, and you could register for the league. Okay. Right? And, and um, <laughs> I had I had started a clothing company with a friend of mine. Okay. So at Sprint, okay. you can get a phone. You can register for the league. You can buy a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Or you can get a bundle. Goodness you know gracious. what I'm saying? So, so, so basically, that was me, entrepreneurship. So I was 20 years old, just just doing that while working, and then eventually I, I quit Sprint. Got you. So now, um, obviously, you know the 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 reason I brought you on here is for us to talk about any and all things podcasting, monetization of podcast things of that nature, right? Yeah. So, where did the transition happen from? basically being a renaissance man of Sprint and, <laughs> and T-shirts and basketball leagues yeah. and things like that. To podcast and bridge that gap for us. How how did how did the, the how did you come into this podcasting space? So it really started when I was still doing a clothing company, right? Because okay. one of the knacks that I had was kind of like seeing talent early. Mm-hmm. And when you have a brand or if you have any product or service, you want to align that product or service with 
an influencer, a celebrity, somebody that has a bigger audience. So then that brand will be marketed to a bigger audience. Okay. So I did that very well with the clothing company. So we talking about like Chris Brown, um, Wiz Khalifa, um, Chance the Rapper, um, uh, J. Cole, mm-hmm. you know, Justin Bieber, like all these people, Lil Wayne, um, all these, Gambino, all these people wearing our clothes before they were who they are now. Right. Like they, they still were, but mm-hmm. they weren't as known as they were now. Um, so that just knack I had for um, networking and relationship building, that transcended, right? So as I got out of uh, clothing, mm-hmm. I had a little stint in real estate, Okay, right? For about eight years, I had a license in California and Massachusetts. The money wasn't money in, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, I had 10K months, 20K months, mm-hmm. you know, even a 30K month. Right. But the money wasn't money in for me okay. with the amount of time. Like it wasn't coming fast enough. Mm-hmm. So I, what I did was I always like meeting people. So I was like, man, how can I get mentorship? How can I meet new people? How can I always make uh, connection and networking easier? Mm. It was like, man, if I just start interviewing people. I, so I wasn't even calling it a podcast. I was just having YouTube interviews. Mm. But I was able to connect with anyone I wanted. No one said no. Mm-hmm. So then I just went off. I was like, damn, all I got to do is invite somebody on a, on a podcast or well, wasn't well, on an interview at the time. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to say, yeah. So I was meeting like top real estate people. I was meeting top owners, founders, millionaires. And I was like, man, I need some multimillionaire friends myself. So I just kept inviting people that I wanted to meet for interviews. And then eventually I was like, damn, I think this is a podcast. So that's kind of what happened. Around what age was this? So um, I was like, be honest with you. When I when I went podcast mode, mm-hmm. thirty eight, twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen. So it's yeah. about twenty three. So about five, four, five years yeah, ago. Four, five years ago. I'm because I'm forty two right now. Got you, got yeah. you, got you. Okay, got you. So now essentially that was your transition into the podcasting space. But now four, five plus years into the space, not only do you have your own podcast, plural, right, yeah. Imperfect Action Show and the On the Pursuit Show, but you have something very unique, and this is why I was so excited to bring you on because you also have a podcasting agency, yeah. right? So talk to me a little bit about that. You know, you're already in the podcasting space. You're now in a situation where you're interviewing people, you're learning about their stories, what they do, how they do it, you know, breaking down their field of expertise to provide value to others. What was what made the light bulb go off to make you... Well, first off, what is the podcasting agency? Yeah. And where did the inspiration behind that come from? 100%, man. So what the podcast agency is, right... What we do is we connect amazing people like yourself, right? Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Josh. Yeah. Business owners, entrepreneurs. If you're looking to get in front of more people, you have a legitimate product and service. That's not the problem. Mm-hmm. You provide a result. All we need to do is connect you with other audiences mm-hmm. so they can get more familiar with you, mm-hmm. right? And then we do something a little bit different. So there's a lot of PR agencies or even podcast agencies that will get you on different platforms. Mm. But we make sure that you have a funnel, a mm. capture funnel attached to that. Mm. So when you give your message and people fall in love with the no like trust, mm-hmm. you you simply just transition that and give them something of value in exchange for the data. Now you're growing your email list, you're growing your text message list, and we can take it a step further. But then you also start stacking podcast episodes mm. because that compound tr- the compound interest goes crazy. Mm-hmm. People really worried about like, oh, this podcast only got 50 views, 100 views, 1,000 views. But over time, those views continue to climb. Mm-hmm. And what if the podcast host gets lit? What if his show get, gets lit? Mm-hmm. That episode is going to start getting lit, right? And your searchability, your findability, right? Mm-hmm. That all grows. Your digital footprint, it all grows. Mm-hmm. 
So it's an amazing opportunity for people to get on. And right now, it's literally like one of the only platforms where people will give you at least 20 to 30 minutes of their time. Mm-hmm. You're not getting that no other platform. Right. Like YouTube, obviously, but we're, th- we're thinking about like finding people for the very first time. People don't really care about the name of the show, right? They don't care about the host. They don't care about the guests. Mm-hmm. But that topic, if that topic is fire, if that title is fire, I'm going to learn. And then that's when I discover Marvin. That's when I discover Brendan. That's when I discover Josh or who, or, or uh, whomever. Mm-hmm. And then once they discover you and you had them fall in love with you for your story, then they get into your ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, was it even more than that, to take it a step further, for, I know for me personally, I think another part of it is also just establishing that authority, right? Because 100%. if I'm doing, like, for example, when I bring people on here, I vet them, right? So naturally, I'm looking all throughout the internet, and my first thing to see is if they've been on other platforms. Yeah. So naturally, if I'm looking, to, or I guess inquiries about coming on the Marvin Francois show, and I'm looking throughout the internet, if I see that they've been on five, six, seven, eight, nine podcasts, for me, it's less about the fact of how much views the pod got and more about what are you doing or what do you have going on that's so interesting that five, six, seven, eight, nine different people want to sit down and talk to you for an hour. And that's the thing, man, because most people look at it backwards. Like, I was talking to a client the other day, and I suggested a podcast for her to go on, and she was like, oh, this one only got XYZ views. I'm like, well, what, you, what you're not seeing mm-hmm. is that this podcast has an email list of 50,000. Mm-hmm. What this podcast has is on the audio side, they started that first. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's longer on the audio side. Yeah. What you're forgetting is that whether or not this podcast got hella views or not, you can clip that up and repurpose that. Now you got hella content. Mm-hmm. People miss the boat when they think about, oh, it only got 40 views, 100 views, 1,000 views. How audacious of you. Mm-hmm. Because if you was in a room with 40 people, 20 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, you'd be hella lit right Man. now. You'd be begging to be in a room with that Come on, amount man. of people. Come on, bro. They have the opportunity to talk about what you do. Mm-hmm. But because it's digital, you feel like it's different, mm-hmm. but it's not. You should be excited to talk to one person just like you would be talking to a thousand people because at the end of the day, whatever your conversion rate is, that one person, if they don't buy, they may tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Or that's one more person that you're adding to your list that you can follow up from. Maybe they just need, need a little bit more nurturing. And then on When top- the last time you bought the first time? Most people don't buy on the first time. That's true. That's very, very true. And then to take it a step further, further depending on a platform that you're going on, it really could be a quality over quantity thing. Thanks. right? So, for example, I'll give an example. I'm not going to say the person's name, but I had a guest come on back when my podcast was first starting out. And at the time, when we dropped our episode, I think around the time it was only sitting around like 2,000 views, right? And this is like a high-level entrepreneur who's done a bunch of platforms that are way bigger than mine. But on the back end, even though on the front end, it's like, oh, this person came on this platform and only got 2,000 views, which is still a lot of people. On the back end, one of those 2,000 people ended up joining his challenge that he offered on there. And then from them being in the challenge, they bought his high-ticket offer of like 20,000, right? That's off one podcast. Episode. Of course, bro. You understand what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. And I know, and I know you about to break that down here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I know, I know you about to give the game on that. But it's like once again, it's like, bro, the more, the more I, especially now that I have my own podcast, I've been a guest on uh, other people's podcasts, talking to people like yourself that that eat, sleep, and breathe the podcast space. Podcasting is a cheat code on bro, so many it's different a levels. Super cheat code, bro. So many different. levels. I know we're gonna touch on it, but if y'all are gonna get anything, I'm gonna look right at y'all right now. Talk to them. It's a super cheat code. And you, and this is the thing. You don't even necessarily have to have the podcast to use it as a cheat code. Mm-hmm. You could guest and it could be a cheat code. But mm-hmm. if you do have it, you you got the ownership spot. And anyone that you want could be a guest on your platform. You could literally have a conversation with anyone. Right. And what's, what's even crazier is, and I'm sure you, I don't know if you saw this. Um, well, So you actually had 
uh, three gentlemen on, on your podcast around the same time I had them on my podcast, which was Ramel, uh, Derek, and Smitty. The funny when they were doing the Funny yeah. Freedom Challenge. Yep. Bro, they went. I've n- I don't know if you've seen this before. They went on like a podcast. No, they press went on run. a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've net like because we know about press runs when it comes to like movies yeah. and albums and what do people do? Like if you're if you're a list celebrity in a movie, mm-hmm. you're on the Good Morning America show and you're on the Breakfast Club and all these other different platforms, right? Um, or if you're a movie star, you're you're you know you got you have the red carpet rollout in like L.A. and Atlanta and all these big cities to bring awareness to the uh, to the movie. These dudes had a digital challenge. And shout out to shout out to Ramel, Derek, and uh, Smitty. By the way, absolutely amazing job. They came on here, blew the, blew the place down, bro. They went on a podcast press run and did like I'm gonna say at least like thirty different podcasts. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably like thirty across the country. I've never yeah. seen that before, right? So for me and me seeing that, that let me know, and I already knew the, the space was popping, but that let me know like okay, there's a shift going on right now as it pertains to just different ways that you can market and take your I don't even think it's a level. shift I don't think it's a shift Marvin I just think that they realize what we already know come on now and most people don't realize what's right in their uh, plain sight mm-hmm. they want to keep doing what they've been doing or keep doing what they see people do right at the end of the day the powers are with the creators right you're a creator you got power you got a fire platform mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying Josh is a cre- uh, a creator mm-hmm. he has a space right uh, that amazing, empowers creators an amazing space right so this is the thing. What you should be paying attention to if you are an entrepreneur, a business person, or just someone that wants to get their word out. You want to get your word out as many places as possible right. because at the end of the day, it's about spreading the message. Mm-hmm. You know, Now, if you got a budget, that message can grow faster, further. Mm-hmm. If you don't got a budget, you can still get on some amazing platforms. You might just have to do a little bit more work because those platforms might not be as big as if you drop a 10K bag, a 20K bag, a 30K bag. And it's just like it's, it's you know it's gonna hit like that, but if you use them together and mm-hmm. if you stay connecting, you're gonna be so further along. And that's what I'm doing right now. Are you trying to buy a car but finding yourself having to jump through hoops just to get approved for an auto loan with a good interest rate? Take off Financial can help you restore your personal credit so that your next big purchase doesn't turn into a big headache over what should be a simple process. So click the link above or below this video so that you can schedule a free consultation and see how we can simplify your finances and your life. Come on, bro. Given that you have an agency, I'm curious to know, for most of the people that come through your agency or that you work because you're, you're talking to different types of entrepreneurs from all different walks of business every yeah. day that are looking to get into the space from your personal experience are a lot of the entrepreneurs that you're having these consultations with that you're meeting with that are interested in getting the podcasting space do you have you come to see that most of them are good with marketing do they struggle with marketing are they kind of somewhere in between when it comes to it or what has your experience been when it's come to that so that's a great question so i just want to make sure people are clear so on the agency side, I work with entrepreneurs and business owners to get them on other people's platforms. Correct. Right? On the other side of your podcast, I teach you how to monetize, which is something that we're going to go into. Yeah. I just want to make sure people don't think it's a podcast agency for podcasters. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, what I believe is that if you have a marketing mind and you understand, I got a, I got a product or service and it provides a solution. Mm. All, I, all I need is to get in front of more people. Mm then you understand if you're trading uh, or investing the money to get access to different platforms, mm-hmm. all you're doing is removing the barrier that's going to allow you to speak to a sea of people. Mm-hmm. And there's certain entrepreneurs that um, you know understand that. Grant Cardone, right. Gary V, you know what I mean? Even um, Ryan Serhant. Mm-hmm. There's certain entrepreneurs that understand that, right? They're not worried about the money. They're worried about 
spreading the word, spreading their gospel, right? Sharing the message, t- sharing sharing how they help people. Mm-hmm. And that's what really people should think about. Thing is this, right? Some Somebody won't invest right now because they, they want the, uh, the result right now. But they don't understand that you got to plant a seed for that seed to sprout. Fact. So if you want to do business in September, you need to start right now. You can't do business in September and expect the business to come in September. Fact. You got to do the work right now, right? Because when's the last time you planted something? It ain't coming the next day. It ain't coming the next week, right? So you got to think about this. If right now you got three clients, right? And you continue to market the same way on Instagram, let's say TikTok, let's say your email list, but you're doing the exact same thing over and over. You still got the same three clients. At some point, your audience is going to get exhausted of you, which is which is fine. You still should be doing your thing. But you need to find those three clients and other people because mm-hmm. they exist, mm-hmm. right? It's not, you, don't got a, you don't got a problem of can't finding clients. The problem is they can't find you. So if you just take yourself and go in, or, okay, so let's say you're in Boston. You was talking to Boston, 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 Boston. If you take the same message to Rhode Island, you don't think there ain't nobody in Rhode Island that's, that's going to rock with you like there were people in Boston that's going to rock with you? Of course. The same person that has a credit problem mm-hmm. in Boston, that same profile is in Rhode Island with a credit problem. Fact. The same person that has a car that can't start is in a whole other city with a car that can't start. Fact. The same person that has a problem getting a mortgage is in another city with a problem can't get a mortgage. Right. But you're so focused on your circle... Right, you're so used to being comfortable, you're so used to thinking that you're spending money, mm-hmm. but you got to understand. First of all, it's an investment, and if you got a business, that's the whole purpose. Mm-hmm. You can't be operating a business like you're operating yourself. Mm-hmm. Right, it's two two separate things. Fact. Right, so even if you're afraid to spend the money for whatever case may be, which you shouldn't, take your same message, get in front of other people consistently. You're gonna do more sales. There you go. Right. There you go. I, I got a little thing. Can Talk, I say it? Yo, bro, this go go. All right, cool. MTC, bro. MTC, okay. Message traffic cup. Okay, break it down. Check this out. If you're in a major city, mm-hmm. you probably already know when you're in your car what corners is a homeless person. True. But the homeless person is smarter than you in business because okay. the homeless person has positioned themselves where the traffic is. Right. They know that on this block, every five minutes, there's 50 cars at the red light. Another five minutes, another 50 cars at the red light. Another five minutes, another 50 cars at the red light. Mm. They have a message, right, on, on their little board or whatever, right? Correct. Cardboard. Right. Message might be funny. It might be direct. It might be audacious. It might just be like, I need money. Mm-hmm. And they got a cup. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They know where the traffic's at. Mm-hmm. They got their message. And they got to wait for people to pay them. More now. But you worrying about funnels, websites, lead pages, emails, text messages. Uh, I, I can't post. I got anxiety. I don't know what to say. They done made $100 for the day because <laughs> they out there with their message in traffic with their cup, right? And I got another thing to say real quick. I'm tired of these entrepreneurs. I only got one way for customers to pay them. That's why you're not making no money. Come on now. You know, I tried to get my car washed the other day. The dude said it only takes Zell. So I'm sitting here wanting to pay you, but I can't pay Zell. So you're not going to wash my car? You're not going to take my money? But then you're going to complain next month when you only have a certain amount of money. It don't make sense. Listen, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, take all methods of payment. Don't worry that Amex is going to take, I mean, don't worry that your payment process is going to take 3% or mm-hmm. PayPal is going to take Four percent or whomever. Don't block yourself from getting the money. That's it. Let the money come to you, man. Like the money gotta flow. Mm-hmm. If you block the money from flowing, that's the reason why you broke. Come on now. Let the money flow. 
So yeah, message traffic cut, man. The homeless people in our cities know something that sometimes the most smartest marketers don't know. Okay, okay. So let's let, let, let's let's give them the name then, right? Because we want to make sure that when it comes to a lot of these entrepreneurs, they understand how to leverage your field of expertise, which is podcasting, to make their businesses more money, right? Yeah. That's the name of the game. We here we here for the bottom line, right? So let's talk about it. If I'm a business owner, if I'm an entrepreneur, high level, just getting started, whatever the case may be, and I'm looking to leverage podcasts to help my business grow, first and foremost, I got to find these podcasts. I got to find these podcasts and these podcasters. How do I go about doing that? Where am I going to look for these different platforms I'm trying to get on, these different people that have podcasts? What's the first step to get Man, that I'm going to give you all a cheat code real quick. Everybody right now, if you got a phone, pull your phone up, go to Spotify. Okay. Inside Spotify, there's a search bar. Mm-hmm. Right, but first, before you get to the search bar, you gotta make sure you're on the podcast side because there's a, there's a music side. Correct. So hit podcast side, hit search. Mm-hmm. Type in whatever your category is. It could be credit, it could be entrepreneurship, it could be business. Mm-hmm. Podcast gonna pop up. Mm-hmm. Have your way at it. Right. Get a VA, or if you got some time, scroll down, grab all the podcast titles, mm-hmm. pop on one of the episodes, grab the content information, hit them up. Those categories are right there for you. Right, so you can find whatever podcast platform that you want to get on by using that little hack off of Spotify, and everybody has that. If you got Spotify right now, now this is the thing: even if you don't have a Spotify account, you can still do it. That's not like I need to have an account to find the podcast. Mm-hmm. You can still do it. But there's also other um, platforms like Podchaser. Like you, like you can get an account with Podchaser. It will, it will literally give you podcast contact info. Well, Pod Podchaser. Podchaser. What's Podchaser? So Podchaser is like um, uh, it's like a marketplace, right? For, that will connect the uh, business owner or the consumer, right, mm-hmm. with podcasts. You okay. just pay them to get access to contact information for the podcasters, mm-hmm. right? Some of the information is like you know new, some of it is older, but you know normally it's like anywhere from two to five different emails on there. So you know you could find somebody that that may represent that podcast or even a host, reach out to them, and then you know you pitch yourself to get on that. Platform. So it's like a podcast directory essentially. Hundred percent. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's called Podchaser. Podchaser. Are there Podchaser? Not not plural, singular. Yeah, Podchaser with a uh, no S. Gotcha. Is there are there any other platforms similar to that that do the same thing, or is Podchaser like the main? So so there's Podmatch. Okay. Podchaser. There's Guestio. Guestio. Yeah, yeah. G U S T I O or E O. G U G U E S T I O. Got you. Yeah. Shout out to my guy, um, Travis uh, Chapel. He was on my podcast. You probably should interview him too, but he's the owner of Guestio. Guestio. So yeah. Guestio, Podchaser, and what was the other one? Podmatch. Podmatch. That's yeah. the, that's the top three. Those, yeah, those are three. So it's just, so I could do I could essentially run one of two plays. I could either go to Spotify, go to the podcasting side of things, type in whatever my field of expertise is. If I'm in funding, I type in business funding or credit. I type yep. in credit. Real estate, I type in real estate, and then from there, all podcasts relating to that topic will pop up. Will pop up. Yeah. And now I'm just and I'm just either shooting cold DMs or 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 to emails. your point, emails, yeah, yeah. whatever the case may be, and just reaching out to them. To essentially form that partnership to get on their platform. 100%. So now my next question for you in that regard would be, if I'm an entrepreneur and I'm looking to grow my business through podcasting, should I only be looking for to get on podcasts that are complete, like that have audiences that are totally identical to, you know, who I'm marketing to now? So, for example, if I'm a credit guy, should I only be looking to get on credit podcasts? If I'm in real estate, should I only be looking to get on real estate podcasts? No, nah, uh, and, that, and that, that's a great question. So, what I do with my clients, right, I have them fill out a questionnaire. Mm-hmm. I gather as much information I can on them. Um, so, 
one of the questions I asked is, what are your expert topics? So if you go on these podcasts, what are like three or four things that you can just flame, mm. right? You ain't got to study. It's like what you do. It's like your business is you. Mm. So yeah, credit, funding, or whatever the case may be, right? But then I also asked them, what are your additional expert topics? Mm. So maybe you are in ju into jujitsu. Mm. Maybe you like traveling. Maybe you like yachting. Maybe you like flying. Maybe you like spending time with your family. Those additional expert topics are adjacent to your main topics. So now we can go on those podcasts that have a whole new audience, mm -hmm. right? That audience is going to be interested in your additional topics. Now they're, now they're going to discover what you actually do, what your main topics are, mm -hmm. right? Because our conversation is going to flow. And now you can trickle that, that audience to, to you. And they can discover how you can also can help them. Because you don't think the people that, you know, love flying kites don't got credit problems? Taxes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you don't think you don't think the people that are in our car club, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? They may need information on how to structure their business. Mm. Of course they do, right? But the pathway to get to them is through what you all, you know, what you do outside of your main uh, topics of discussion. Got you. Okay. So I have three different platforms that I can use to find these podcasts. At least three. At least three. There's I mean, probably there's not even probably there's I mean, definitely it's, more. Instagram. There you go. Instagram. Uh, YouTube. LinkedIn is also another big Link, one. LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn is, is LinkedIn is yep. on to come up. A lot of people are ranting and raving about LinkedIn. LinkedIn, excuse me. Okay, so I have several platforms where I can find these. You got a lot. Uh, these, um, but 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 uh, they ain't gonna do it. Talk to me about that. They ain't gonna do it, bro. We told them where to go. We told them what to look for. <laughs> we told them how to do it, right? But they ain't gonna do it. How how often are you running into individuals like that? You know, once again, because you're you're essentially like a pod pod. You're a bro. You're almost like a broker of sorts, right? Yeah. You're connecting entrepreneurs and podcasts bro, that are going to serve each other. So much way, so much money to get in this space. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's ridiculous. There's just a lot of money to get in this space. Um, but as far as uh, like brokering, you know, is concerned. If you are someone and you really just want to find your people, or you want people to find you, mm -hmm. it's really the best thing that you could do right now, um, along with your additional marketing. So. This could be a great layer, and if you invest a couple of dollars, you can go on bigger shows. Obviously, bigger shows to give you bigger bang. You mentioned like Good Morning America, you know. You mentioned, let's say, um, um, Drink Champs or something, right? Mm -hmm. They just got built-in bigger. They got built-in audiences, right? So you just want to go where the people is at. You know what I'm saying? Message traffic up. Like, don't make it. Don't don't make it difficult, right? And I think that's what people are doing because. They want to uh, complicate the situation. Mm. And also, some people don't know the difference between marketing, excuse me, marketing and traffic. What's the difference? So traffic is the method, right? It's like if, okay, well, we're in Brooklyn, bro. We're we in are. New York. Yeah. Tra traffic everywhere. Traffic you know everywhere. So, so traffic is basically where the people are at. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, so if we want to go get some water right now, go, go to a, bottle, a body of water, uh, to the ocean, we know where to go, how to get there. Let's right. say we go to Jones Beach or something. Right. We know how to get there. Facts. Right? The marketing is a method in which you get there. But they're not the same thing. People mm -hmm. confuse traffic with marketing. So your marketing is the measure in which you get in front of the people, you know, to get to the traffic. Mm -hmm. The traffic is just where the people are. Mm -hmm. Right? So if I wanted to go to Jones Beach with you, we're just going to travel, we're going to get to the beach. Guess what? Water there, people there. We... That's a guarantee, like, every day, mm -hmm. right? But the methods in which you choose a market, that could be Instagram, it could be TikTok, it could be ads, mm -hmm. right? It could be podcasting, mm -hmm. right? It could be um, uh, DM messaging, right? It could be in-person speaking. There's a lot of different ways to get there. Mm -hmm. You need to choose a method in which it's a faster way to, for you to get in front of people. 
But people end up just doing busy work. Like, I'm going to make content with no call to action just because I got to post something today. That was a that was a waste. Right. That's like you intentionally missing the three-pointer. <laughs> it's a waste. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, oh yeah, my coach said I got to send an email. So I'm going to send an email. No call to action. I'm going to talk about my dog. That's a waste. You're trying to sell a product or service, but you just send out the email with no no correlation. Mm-hmm. Right? So we want to do things that are going get, to get us to where we want to go the fastest way. Right. You know? Um, and that's the, that's the confusion. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Well, that 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 in and of itself was definitely, I think, something a lot of people need to hear, especially because you know, to your to your point, a lot of activity, right? Yeah. Not enough action, right? Facts. You understand what I'm yeah. saying to you? And once again, we want to make sure when people are sitting down and listening to this episode, they get the ultimate blueprint to where they can't. There's no way you walk away from this episode and you don't know the step by step way of making sure that you can leverage platforms like these to get a bag, bag, bag. You understand? What Super I'm saying bag, to bag, 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 the, bag. The the ultimate bag, right? So we understand that. We understand how we can get connected with people who have these platforms. We're getting on these platforms, right? Let's say I'm whoever. I've now found and connected with five to ten different podcasts and podcasters. I'm set to go on their platform and talk about whatever my field of expertise is, right? The name of the game, like you said, is monetization. It's the bottom line. It's about making money. It's about getting to the bag, bag, bag. If I'm a business owner, chances are I probably have a couple of different offers, right? I probably got ebooks. I probably got courses. I probably got webinars. I probably got mentorships, consultations, you name it, digital products. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. When I'm going on these platforms, how do I know the best route? What what offer am I making when I'm going on these different platforms? How am I kind of strategizing that, right? Talk to me about that. 100%. Now, before you even give your offer or decide what offer that you want to rock with, you got to understand the fundamentals of transitioning the audience into where you want them to go. Okay. Break that right? down. So a lot of people, well, first of all, people forget that you get excited to get on a platform, but you also forget to promote that you that the platform came out. Because a lot of people do that too. That's They'll true. be on a show, excited, oh, show's out. They don't even, don't even promote their show. Facts. So when you're on a show, right? What you need to do is transition, make them fall in love with you, right? I'm giving all the game, all the value. I'm telling my story. Like, I want to make sure you walk away from here with some results, some action steps so you can actually get a result. Now, before you leave, I have so much fun, Marvin. Mm-hmm. I want to give them something. Can I give them something? Mm-hmm. Josh, can I give them something? Right? <laughs> so you want to make sure that you had that emotional connection mm-hmm. and then give them something of value, right? Mm-hmm. Give them something of so much value that... They can't stand it, but to want to follow you, to want to subscribe to you, right? Mm-hmm. That might be a flu blueprint. That might be a checklist. It might be a mini course. It might be a YouTube video, something, right? It mm-hmm. might even be an ebook bundle, something, masculine, something. But the key here is this: give them that in exchange for their data. So hey, I want I need you guys to text this number or go to this domain, mm-hmm. and when they go to this domain or when they uh, text this number, that's gonna collect the data. Now you're turning the podcast from a brand awareness platform to a lead generation platform. And as you continue to go on different podcasts, now you have this podcast working for you to drive leads to your ecosystem, mm. to your business, mm. right? And that's where a lot of people are dropping the ball because they're not doing that, right? So they go on on these shows and then it's dying down because I might watch the show six months from now and then you you can't have that interaction with me. I can't connect with you. Mm. Because this, you 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 removed a bridge or you didn't install a bridge that would allow me to cross it and get into your email list, get, in your, get into your text message list, 
come to your free masterclass or your free workshop, mm-hmm. right? Or even just get get in your um in in your aura of information. Like you're missing those opportunities, right? So to go back to your question, once you have that set up, right, and we we actually give you one of those in the agency, we make sure that you have a caption funnel. We're not putting you on these platforms and then you, you're unable to take advantage of it. We want our clients to be able to grab as many leads as possible right. for as many leads, yeah. as many platforms they can go on. So once you're on there, what you want to think about is what's the most advantageous thing that will lead the people to where you want them to go? Mm. So if you have a high ticket, maybe you want to give them something for free, and then you're going to give them more information or take them through an experience and then show them why they need that high ticket, mm-hmm. why that high ticket is the solution. Maybe you want to make sure that you have clients that are a little bit more invested. So you might you might want to give away a bundle or a mini course or something, you know, 50% off, 75% off, something, right? Mm-hmm. A free, you know, car wash, something. Because these people that pay a little bit, right? Not even free car wash, maybe 75% off the car wash. That, that pay a little bit, they're more invested, so they're a little bit more vetted. So now you know since they got a buy-in, you're like these people are a little bit more are targeted because they actually paid a little bit. It's a higher quality elite. Now you can then take them to call, you know, email, flow, whatever, or maybe if you got closers or, you know, whoever you got uh, following up on the leads. Now they're like, okay, you're invested. Let me let you know what we have so we can actually help you. Gotcha. Oof. Let me sit up. Let me sit up. And that's, I mean, listen, that's just on the. Let me sit up. Let me sit up. Right there. That's just on the guest side. You, you said something, though. You said something that was very interesting in that, in that you mentioned, you you know, uh, of all the different ways that we could leverage these platforms, talking about lead capture, right? And getting the data of these individuals, uh, name, number, email, things of that nature. Could you talk a little bit more about the importance of having, of building out that text and email list and why it's so important for entrepreneurs, especially when they're leveraging these platforms? Bro, why do businesses buy businesses? That's a good question. Businesses buy businesses because of the data. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, e- Elon bought Twitter. I mean, yeah, it's a platform for him to get messaging out. But you know how much data was in that purchase? Mm-hmm. You, know much, you, know much, you know how much data? Um, what happened? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Spotify, right? They just bought Anchor. Mm. They're competing with YouTube, but Anchor has a lot of data. Right. Right? So... Data is the most important thing. People are buying email lists. You know, right? That's true. It's the most important thing because if you have access to contacting people, mm-hmm. right, that means it's a gold mine mm-hmm. if you know how to foster it, right? And I feel like that's another thing that people are dropping the ball on because, you know, they. I might. How many times did I ask you if you wanted something to uh, to drink earlier? About like seven, eight, nine, exactly, forty two times. Now, now eventually you're gonna get thirsty. I'm still around. Yeah. You might take me up on that offer. 100%. But if I only ask you once, there's no opportunity for you to take mm-hmm. me up on an offer. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I only ask you once. And right. most that's what most people are doing. They're just asking people one time, right? And they, they're forgetting to go deeper with the people that are in their ecosystem. So you grab the data, but you forget to continue to ask. Think about when you are, if you're a parent on here, right? Somebody watching it as a parent. Mm-hmm. Think about how many times your son, daughter, niece, nephew ask you for something. They wearing you down. Right. They're like, can I get this transformer? Can I get this transformer? Can we go to the movies? Can we go to the movies? <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? You're like, yo, we're here. Mm-hmm. Like, right? But we don't do that in business because mm-hmm. we're worried about our feelings. It's like, I'm, I don't want them to feel like I'm bothering them. Mm-hmm. I just emailed them yesterday. That's right. Bro, listen, I closed the deal, right? This deal was 17.5. You know how many times I emailed and texted this person? Tell me. Until I got the deal done. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Right? And you know what happened after I got the deal done? I got the next deal. 
And then the next one. And after. then the next one after and that. Then the next one so after that seventeen five that I got, I done closed another thirty after that. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got keep you got keep your eyes on the target. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's the same thing. Most people won't buy on the first ask. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got to understand. Don't look at them no different than you. When's the last time you made a number one decision the first time? It's funny you say that. To, to, to chime in on that, one of my mentors, him 500 King Marketer. I mean, this dude is all... I'm not sure if you know who, who that is. Yeah, 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 I know who he is. Big, big marketer. I am actually I actually joined his uh, mentorship program back in 2021. I joined, you know what I'm saying, the first day that I found out about the program. Yeah. Bro, I was following him for like a year before I was like, you know what, man, let me just go ahead. And throughout that entire year, I'm seeing his ads everywhere. I'm, t- I'm going into webinars. I'm seeing his content on Instagram. At the time, I didn't understand. Now I know I was essentially getting nurtured yeah. as that lead for this program, right? Why? Because he was constantly just tagging me, slowly but surely, over that extended period of time. But guess how many bad, bad, bad bags he made oh, come between on. Come on. that time come that on. you met him come on. and then the time you closed. Come on, man. Come and on. And then he ended up getting you on the back end. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? So people have to realize that, yeah. bro. Listen, I mean... our. We could say it took uh, how long it take me to get on the podcast. Took, I took a couple months. Listen, that was I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. <laughs> I DM him, yeah. right? He left me on scene. Well, no, 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 no. Let's you know let's, let's let's let's. I DM'd not. again. Left me on scene. Come on now. Probably the fourth or the fifth DM finally responded to me, but it wasn't like yo, bro, it's good. It was like it was like a like a yo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but all I'm saying is eventually DMs, mm-hmm. texts, yeah, emails, yep. floating value. Flowing power, met in person, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Still ain't really get here yet, but we was building. Right. Let's call it a year and a half later, I'm here. Come on now. How many people will commit to that journey? Mm-hmm. People forget how people are born. People are born in nine months, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why do you want things now? Nothing's now. Right. It takes time, bro. Yeah, but if you if you operate in the essence in which what you putting out will be, it will be. Right. That's it. Yeah, it will be, bro. That's it. You know That's saying? the name of the game, bro. Listen. And now what you said is because once again, especially in this game of business, and you, you said it earlier, if you're trying to get a deal closed in September, but you're waiting until September to close the deal, you it ain't lo- happening. Bro, you lost the deal. You lost the deal already. It, it takes time, like across the board, whether you're trying to get on that podcast, trying to make a sale, trying to grow your email list, trying to grow your text list, trying to get somebody to tap into that ma- ma- that mastermind, you got to operate in that long-term thinking time span. Otherwise, bro, you're going to lose, especially yeah. in this game of entrepreneurship, right? Because it's, 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 a, it's a peak and valley game. So- and things do happen right away. Occasionally, you might get a one a one pay, yeah, or you might get a. I met her. I gave a float of value. She listen. Yeah. Let's go. But that's few and far between. Yeah, I appreciate those. Yep. But most people are gonna tip a couple of times. You didn't even buy. You didn't even buy that car the first time. Nah. You're right. You, you you didn't even get your girl the first time. <laughs> Come on, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, you had to nurture. Things take time. You had to nurture. Had to yeah. take some time. Had to circle back. Gotta be finesse. You got to finesse a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? How, you, how you doing, big head? Just checking on you. It takes yep. time. Yeah, listen. Planting seeds, bro. Come on, bro. Planting seeds. Come on, man. And 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 once again, bro, this is why I was so excited to have you on here because this this podcasting game and and people don't even understand it. Like we aren't even in the genesis of it yet. Like it's still in its 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 smallest stages. It's only going to continue to grow. There's only going to be more video podcasting is new. It's very new. You know what I'm saying? People are podcasting just audio for, for years. For years. For years. So video podcasting is like a, a new thing. It's yep. like a brand new space. Mm-hmm. So you're you're one hundred percent correct. You know, like it's like a gold mine mm-hmm. because it's like to me, it's kind of like real estate. Okay, right? Real estate, you can get a deal done so many different ways. You can get paid so many different ways. Mm-hmm. 
And that's kind of, that's kind of how this space is. Right. You can get money a lot of different ways. A lot of different ways. I want to uh, another part of this podcasting space that I love. And once again, you having an agency, you can attest to this. And I would love to get your take on this. The relationships that you're able to build, right? Because yes, we're going on these platforms as entrepreneurs to uh, market our offers, drive traffic to our offers, build brand awareness, get clips, repurposing, all that fancy smancy stuff. But at the end of the day, once you sit down with somebody for 30 minutes to an hour, y'all are you, friends. Y'all, y'all, you're, you're, you, got, you got their number. You know, you now have a real relationship in some way, shape, or form with this individual, right? That you can now leverage in whatever way you best see fit. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because once again, bro, podcasting is a cheat code. And of all the different things that you're able to get from it, I think that's the biggest thing, right? Because relationships and business is everything. Based off of your experience, talk a little bit about that and how powerful that can be coming into this space. Yeah, man. I think, again, with it being so many different ways to make money mm. in this space, I think one thing that is kind of glossed over, which you mentioned it, is the relationships that right. can be developed. Right. And the deals that can be done on the back end. So whether whatever you um, invest in going on a podcast, or you it's just earned and you you know you go on there or whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. The thing the thing about it is this, right? If I build a relationship mm -hmm. with Marvin, right, right, if he learns about me for the first for the you know for the uh, first time, if I learn about him for the first time, right. or maybe I was doing my homework, we build a relationship. We can do business on the back end. Facts. Even if we don't do business on the back end, I know exactly what he offers, right? He knows what I offer. Mm -hmm. He's going to connect me to somebody. Me and that person might do business, right? Marvin and that person might do business. Mm -hmm. But it came from that relationship, right? That is so powerful because it doesn't just end from the pot. Mm -hmm. Mentorships, affiliates, collaborations, virtual events, in-person events, you might even find your wife or your husband on, on, facts, on one of these platforms, facts. right? Just based, just based off, uh, off of this. Relationship capital is probably the, the highest form of capital, mm -hmm. right? So if you stack the relationships, again, with this podcast game, you can intentionally, right, build the relationship that you want. Mm -hmm. Six-figure earnings, seven-figure earnings. I met my first nine-figure earnings from the podcast. Talk about that. Bro, it was crazy. So him and his business partner, like, they're in the stem cell research. First off, do you mind me asking who this, what this person's name is, or? Yeah, you can't ask. Okay, who is it? You can't ask. Oh, I can't ask. You cannot ask. Okay, gotcha. So I'll, tell you, I'll tell you offline. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, the podcast brought us together. I'm literally about to go to his crib in a couple of weeks. Very dope. Um, but it's because of the mics, mm -hmm. the camera, the invitation. Mm -hmm. We were able to do that. Mm -hmm. Don't Don't underestimate the opportunities that exist by just inviting somebody to come on a podcast yeah. or you going on a podcast, mm -hmm. which is why you should do it very intentionally, mm -hmm. right? So it's definitely part of my uh, marketing strategy. It's definitely part of a marketing uh, strategy that I encourage my clients to do. Mm -hmm. um, and it shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going, this is what we're doing this quarter. It should be something that you just do mm. because you're going to meet so many amazing people and there's going to be so many opportunities that, that are going to await you. You know, uh, by you just guessing on guessing on pause or having a podcast and then inviting people to come on your show. Signing up with Takeoff Financial was really the best choice for me. It allowed me to take control of my life. I know that some people may think that that's really dramatic, but it's not. I feel like credit is really important, and signing up with them allowed me to understand that. I just want to say. 
thank you because I think that you guys have definitely allowed me to feel comfortable. You allowed me to feel liberated. You allowed me to feel that it's okay. It's okay not to have great credit, but it's not okay to stay in that situation. So thank you guys for embracing me and allowing me to have a new life. Head over to our website at takeofffinancial.com and let's get your credit score to the moon. Before I switch gears here, even though we understand, you and I know the name of the game is, you know, gotta have long-term thinking and it takes time. Is there, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, just because I know the nature of people, is there some type of hack out there that exists to where you can grow your business fast through podcasting? Yes. Okay, but talk a little bit about that. Facts. It exists. What is it? Cost money. Let's do it. Gotta pay the money. Break it down. So what you need to do is you need to identify what are the biggest platforms that you can go on that are relevant to your audience. Okay. And it may not necessarily be relevant to your audience, but it might just be where the biggest, like where the oceans is at, Mm -hmm. right? We talked about the beach earlier. Mm -hmm. Who do you know that got the audiences? So it could be, let's say, celebrities, let's say entertainers, let's say bigger podcasts, right? So let's say Million Dollars Worth of Game. That's a popular one. Let's say um, Drink Tramps. Mm -hmm. Let's say Lewis House, right? Let's say um, Ryan Pineda. Mm-hmm. Let's say Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's say Gary Vee. Right. Bigger platforms. Right. Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Bigger platforms get on those platforms. Now, what's the barrier between you getting on those platforms? If you're not lit, and when I say lit, I mean celebrities like relationship capital, like marketplace value. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to exchange cash. Facts. Here's a cheat code. Cash. Cash is make-believe. It's not connected to gold. Mm. It's not connected to nothing. It's really whatever the government, or you know what I'm saying, says that it's worth, you know? So exchange the fake money for real audience mm. and then leverage the real audience to make more fake money. There you go. And then you don't have to worry about not having money. But you have to spend the money to put yourself in position. So, so somebody watching this right now might be like, I got my clients. I can help them. Cool. So you telling me that if you got on a platform that had Seven-figure views. It costs you X, Y, Z. Let's say it costs you $20,000 to do that. You don't think that with your message, you got an audience of six-figure, seven-figure views, that if you just shared what you do, how you help people, talked about the impact that they're having, Mm -hmm. that you're not going to be able to grab some of those people into your ecosystem, get the data, because we talk about utilizing that capture funnel, and then be able to close some deals. Crazy. If you don't think that, then you don't believe in yourself. You probably shouldn't be doing business. There you go. Crazy. But you have to make the investment. Right. Now, if you don't want to make that investment, and like you said, I call it rags. We call it actually we call it rags, right? Is that Rap, acronym? Rapid audience growth system. Gotcha. Right? Rags. If you don't want to do that, it's gonna be a slower route to your success. Mm-hmm. But you can get there. It's just gonna be a little bit more elbow grease. There you go. You know, a little bit more sweat equity. There but you, you can 100 percent get there faster if you pay to get on bigger platforms. <sighs> so let's switch gears here. Right? We just we we if I'm an entrepreneur, I now have a blueprint on how I can leverage podcasts and podcasting to grow my business. Facts. But let's flip it. Entrepreneur or no entrepreneur. Let's say I'm watching this. Um, the Mar- I'm listening to this 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 uh, podcast show episode right now, the Marvin Francois, Francois show. I'm listening to Brendan Boyd give the game. And I'm like, all right, I understand what I want to do if I'm an entrepreneur that wants to leverage these platforms. But let's say I want a platform of my own. Yeah. Let's say I want to create my own podcast, right? I've been tapped into Mar- what, what Marv got going on. I'm tapped into. If Marv the, can do it, I could do it. Yeah, if, if, Mar, if Marv could do it, I dang sure could do it, right? <laughs> but I want Brendan to teach me the step by step blueprint, the play, whatever you want to call it, on how to get started. If I'm looking to get in the podcasting space, not as an entrepreneur looking to leverage other people's platforms, but as an individual that's looking to create my own, what's the first step that I need to take to get started? 
you got to decide. Talk about that. Got to make a decision. Can't be playing about. You can't be playing about this, right? You make a decision that hey, I want to actually do this. Now, when you decide you're gonna do this, don't be overwhelmed by hey, I need microphones, I need cameras, right? I need this Bluetooth thing. I need these tripods. I need a bag, right? I need a studio. I need lights. You don't need all of that. Mm-hmm. You just need a laptop or a tablet, right? And software, and you can get Zoom for free. Mm-hmm. You first need to test drive and see if it's for you and if you can do it consistently. Right, so I encourage people to at least start with a virtual platform because with a virtual platform, it doesn't take a lot of actual financial investment. Mm-hmm. You can actually see if you enjoy it, if you can, if you can uh, keep it up, if you can be consistent with it. So when you say virtual, you mean like Anchor, like something like that? No, no. When I say virtual, yeah, yeah, Anchor, yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. yeah. But when I say virtual, like you know, use your phone, use a tablet, gotcha, your gotcha, laptop. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Anchor is a platform you could use. Um, you could shoot, you could shoot a pod on Zoom. I really like Riverside. You can use Streamyard. You can use Red Circle. You Got know it. what I mean? Any of those. Mm-hmm. But I would just choose, you know, a free platform to get you going, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone has an idea. Everyone's like, hey, podcasting is, is that new wave. Everyone wants to do it. But you got to decide if it's something that really suits you and if it's something that you can keep up with. So instead of somebody going out there and buying cameras, microphones, lighting, tripod, travel, travel luggage, whatever the case may be, investing in a studio, first figure out if it's for you. Right, so that's why I always encourage the virtual route first. But you don't really need nothing to start that. Gotcha. You just need a, you just need phone, tablet, uh, laptop. Got gotcha. you. You do something very interesting though, because you have two podcasts, and I mean technically I got three, but yeah, well three podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I've I've seen you record a podcast episode from the same place more than like two or three times. <laughs> <laughs> right, and the reason being is because you have, and I would love, I I really want you to talk about this. Can you talk about your mobile podcasting setup and how you've been able to essentially leverage that? Like, bro, you have you have you have a, a on the road show. I got it right now, bro. That's what I'm saying. So, because yeah. once again, and it's important for us to talk about that too, because you know, anytime anyone's looking to start anything, YouTube channel, podcast, whatever it may be, the barrier to entry for a lot of people mentally is like, yo, I gotta have eight thousand dollars worth of equipment before I could put this thing out. You have like a a, a, pod, a podcast studio literally on your in your backpack that you literally go all. Well, I mean, the I mean, I mean. To, to be fair, to be fair, talk to me. It's not just in the backpack. I I have a. But either bag. way, you have but a it's mobile. Trap, it's trap. Talk, it's talk, mobile. Talk, 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 talk it's to mobile. The, talk to the individuals about that. Yeah. All right. So listen. The the reason why I do the mobile setup is two two things. Okay. One, I want podcasters to believe that they can take their show on the road, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take a lot to do it. Okay. Two, I like traveling, right? And I don't want to miss out on an opportunity to have a great interview right. if I can. Right. So I'm in New York right now. I'm with you, right? I have I have some time available. Mm. I could have shot a pod before or I could shoot a pod after. But if my equipment was in L.A., right, or if I didn't have studio relationships, or if it was past a certain time and the, and the studios were closed, how can I get this, this interview with this person if they're not going to be here tomorrow? I didn't want to be in that situation. And I like interviewing, I like recording, and I like making YouTube content, so I'm just taking my stuff with me, mm-hmm. right? So I just figured out a way to do that and a way to do that um, that's not really expensive. Now, over time, I've leveled things up, and I'm in the process of leveling. Like, I just got some brand-new tripods I'm excited about. They're fire. Like, you just a couple buttons, click, click, and they... Very dope. Ill, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because before, I'm, like, measuring this on, this leg with this leg. You know what I mean? So I invested a little bit of money in that. Um, I got three cameras now. You know, I got hella ba- hella batteries. I got uh, two sets of Bluetooth. I figured out um, how uh, Bluetooth mics. I figured out this little. Um, it's called a Ceremonic uh, a uh, Ceremonic XR 
Ceramonic SRAX100 mm -hmm. is basically a small little um, condenser that will allow you basically to have like a Rodecaster on the go. Because a Rodecaster is probably like this big, right? It'll capture your audio. But what this Ceramonic does, it allows uh, you to have up to four people, you know, going into uh, one line at one time. So you don't have to carry big equipment. So I just figured out like different things I can do to condense the, the travel equipment, but I can still put up, produce a quality show. You know what I mean? Because again, it's important to me. If I'm if I want to go travel, I want to bring my setup with me, mm. right? If I feel like shooting, I want to shoot, right? And that's kind of like how I design um, my podcast to not be anywhere. Plus, I didn't want to have to rely on a studio. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to rely on engineer. Mm. I don't want to have to rely on getting you know somebody prevent me from getting access to being able to do what what I want to do. Right. So that's how I taught myself to do it. Um, and I just been um, you know, elevating the the whole production and the setup. So I'm saying that to say you can do that too. You don't have to be in the studio. Mm -hmm. What's dope about podcasting is it doesn't have to be a certain way. There's a lot of different ways that you can get the video, a lot of different ways for you to get the audio, right? You can design it however you want. If you want the studio vibes, you just want to show up, you want to pay somebody to do everything, you can do that. If you're somebody that likes to, you know, be a little bit more in the weeds and you want to touch every, you know, different parts of it, you can do that. If you want a straight virtual show, that's super convenient. You can do that. If you want to be if you want to be like me, take yourself on a road, travel, uh, fly, drive, whatever, train, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Right? So there's a lot of different ways that you can set it up that fits your your lifestyle that will still enable you to podcast. Gotcha. Beautiful. So now from there, if I'm new to the space, because I know a lot of people talk about like niching niching down. If yeah. I just created a new podcast, would you advise for me to be to niche down? Should I be more general in terms about the interviews that I do and the people that I interview, uh, or is it kind of all preferential? I think it just depends on the reason why you're getting into the space. Okay. Like if you're just creating like the media arm to your business, I think you should use it to connect with more of your ideal clients and more of your ideal potential partners and collaborators. Mm -hmm. If you're somebody who wants to use it to build relationships. I think depending on the type of relationships that you want to build, it could be more general. Mm -hmm. If you if you're somebody that wants to, you know, maybe uh do some gossip, you know what I'm saying, or like cover events, you know, sports, I mean that that kind of like pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. So I think it just kind of depends on like your intent for why you want to do it. And again, if you already have a business going, create that media arm, right? If you don't have nothing but you you're just a conversationalist and you you know, you and your best friend be going back and forth. Maybe that's the format that you want to have, and you just bring guests on that on that format. Okay. Speaking of guests, we talked about the flip side of it, right? To where it's like, if I'm an entrepreneur that's looking to go on other people's platforms, how I go about getting connected with these individuals, whether it's through, I think it's called podcast, not Podmaster. What was it? What was uh, it? Podchaser. Podchaser. There yeah. you go. Podchaser, or just DMing people, whatever the case may be. But on the flip side, if I'm a new podcaster, I'm like, dang, I just started this podcast. I have no authority whatsoever. I have no, I have no audience, no nothing. I'm starting from ground zero. How how do I go about getting guests or finding guests to come on my platform? You want the cheat code, bro? Give me the cheat code, bro. There's a couple. Talk to me. There's a couple. Let's do it. Listen, I want y'all pay attention. <laughs> Why are you whispering? You know what I'm saying? I, I want to make sure they I want to make sure they locked in. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You ready? I'm listening. You got to ask. Wow. That that's simple. That's simple. I'm going to tell y'all. Look at like, like Josh is not in the corner. I'm going to tell y'all. There was a time I didn't have no guests on my show. Mm -hmm. There was a time you didn't have no guests on your show. Facts. People don't... Some people care, mm -hmm. but the majority of people don't care. Mm -hmm. But if you say podcast, interview, keywords, mm -hmm. they will say yes mm -hmm. because they want to talk about themselves. 
their business, their products, their services, their family, mm-hmm. how they make an impact. Mm-hmm. You just have to ask. Mm-hmm. But you also have to be re- relentless. So find somebody that you, you know, find somebody that you want to have on a show, podcast, whatever. Let's say they're on Instagram. Message them. Mm-hmm. If there's an email in the profile, email them. If they got a lot of followers, tag on their on a picture and say, hey, this is what I like to do. I say, check DM. All right, check DM. I put the park, I put the little microphone emoji and then a the fire emoji. That shit always works. Mm. Right? Take it a step further. This is what I did. If it was somebody I wanted, make some content, call the person out, tell your followers to tag them in the comments below. Guess what? It works, right? It worked for you. All work works. Yeah. So now you might not get the person to first go. Mm-hmm. It might take a couple of emails, a couple of text messages, hints, you know, a year and a half later, I'm here, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But you can always get somebody on the show. And again, you probably want to start with just making a list, right? Make your dream 100. Who are the 100 people that you would like to have on your podcast? And then just start reaching out to them. Now, not all of them are going to reach out immediately, but at least 10 of them are you, you'll be able to get to. If you hit up 100, 100%. you're going to get 10. At least. I wanted to, uh, to add and on. And then you leverage those people to get to other people. And that's a and that's a two things. So first thing, if I could add on to that, because if I'm putting myself, if I'm an entrepreneur and a podcaster reached out to me, if I'm a high-level entrepreneur and a podcaster with no following reached out to me, or if... If you're a podcaster that wants different ideas, I'd love to know your thoughts on this because this just came to mind. I think another way that you can entice them is not only offering to interview them, but then also offering like, yo, at the end of the interview, I'll provide you five to seven clips that you can now take and post on oh, your bro. Zone. Come on, bro. That's called a VIP package, bro. You understand you know what, what I'm saying? saying? You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Got a little time. We going we to get into that. We talk about that. But, 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 you know, flipping it on them like that because you... The name of the game, you know, it's very, especially if you're trying to get a high-level person, you want to try and find as many different ways to provide value to them as possible. High-level people don't like to do stuff. At all. So if you're doing it for them. If you're doing it for them, if you say, hey, listen, come on the show. I'm going to give you clips. I'm going to give you and now wa- And now watch this. You give them seven clips. Let's say one of them pops. And they don't even got to do, do a crazy pop. Like, let's say it's a it's a reel they put up and it does like fifty to 100,000 plays. That entre- You're now in the back of that entrepreneur's mind. Or if you're not on their mind, their network sees that video like, yo, yeah. who's, whose platform you were on? Facts. And then it's just, a, it's a rolling effect from there, right? So that's the first thing. But then now moving on from that, right? We, we understand now how to um, get these people to come on our platforms and how we're kind of going from there. Now, the, na- the name of the game, like we said at the top of the conversation is the bottom line, money, the bag, 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 monetization. I look high and I look low. I look left and I look right. I talk to podcasters all across. And I even listen to podcasters speak as well. You probably see this too. It seems like a lot of people in this space struggle with monetizing their platform, right? It seems like a lot of people don't know how they can make money off their podcast. And for them, they think the barrier to getting a bag is, oh, I need 100,000 downloads per month on my podcast. Or if my podcast has a YouTube channel, we should be doing X amount of views. Otherwise, I ain't making no money. But I know a man. From Los Angeles, California, by way of Boston, Massachusetts, that knows the game. And Facts, I, bro. I ain't I, even gonna lie to you. And I and I and I want you to talk to these people because you you do do this yourself and you teach other people how to do this. If I got a podcast or if I'm starting a podcast, right? I don't have a large following, but I want to learn about all the different ways that I can monetize this platform. I'm trying to make some money, man. I'm working hard, I'm doing X amount of interviews a month. I ain't making no bread. Brendan, give me the play. How can I make money off of my podcast? All right, I'm gonna give you a couple of different things. Talk to me. Number one. If you have a brand new podcast, you want to make money from episode one, let's say episode two, mm-hmm. the first thing you should be looking into is affiliate marketing. Okay. Now, not just any affiliate marketing, 
you want to align what I like to call romantic, sexy, dramatic payoffs. So Explain romantic, that. sexy, dramatic payoffs. Explain that. I'm talking about, bro. How about you just uh, make five hundred dollars? About a thousand bucks. How about two fifty? Okay. How about seventy five dollars a month? Okay. Right. That's that's sexy, dramatic, and and um, that's an ill payoff right there. Hundred percent. Romantic, sexy, and dramatic. Okay. Guess what? You ain't doing no fulfillment. You ain't selling nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll give you guys an example. So, let's say that ADT, right? They do payroll. ADP. ADT is the home security. Thank you. Yeah. ADP. They do payroll, mm-hmm. right? Now, they got a promotion right now. You can be an affiliate. Mm-hmm. If you become an affiliate and refer someone that gets payroll, which you didn't have to fulfill, you didn't have to tell them, you didn't even have to convince them, mm-hmm. right? You ain't even selling them. They pay you out a thousand bucks, one person. And guess what? They pay you in cycles of ten. So if ten people get it, once you hit ten, they un- unleash ten thousand mm. dollars to you. Mm. It, the, the views don't matter. The downloads don't matter. Your podcast being a top ten podcast don't matter. None of that. None of that matters. Right. How about entrepreneurs that got products, mm. that got mentorships, that got. Um, Courses, mm-hmm. right? Let's say that course is two thousand. Let's say they're gonna give you a five hundred dollar commission. Mm-hmm. Guess what? No fulfillment. You ain't selling nothing, right? Become an affiliate. You do two of those. That's a thousand. Mm-hmm. What if a CRM? Let's say go high level or the lead and track lead attraction system, for instance. Lead attraction system. I think they pay up like fifteen percent. That might be forty dollars, fifty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You keep the software. I get paid. I didn't fulfill nothing. I didn't sell nothing. Now what you do is you stack affiliates. But you don't stack low-level affiliates. I want to pay you $10 a month. You find those that are paying you $100, mm-hmm. $500, $1,000, $250. Bro, four of those at $500 is $2,000. Four. Not 100 downloads, not 1,000 views, not five-figure, six-figure views, four people. Affiliate marketing number one. Number two, most most uh, podcasters don't make no bread because they don't got no products. Mm. I ain't talking about merch. You can have merch. There's nothing wrong with merch. But you got to fulfill merch. You got to press up the T-shirts in the right. hoodie. You got to go find the blinks. Right. You got to go size it up. Mm-hmm. You got to go pick it up. You got to ship it out. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work, bro. Mm-hmm. Unless you got a partner that's going to be doing that work, right? Get a product. Get an information product. Use some of the AI to help you put it together fast, right? Let's say the ebook route, the ebook route, right? Here's a play. Let's say you're a podcaster, you you know, you've been rocking for a little bit. Let's say you've been rocking 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. Ain't get ain't, ain't get no money yet. Mm-hmm. But let's say episode 31 was crazy. You have Marvin Francois on there, he went nuts. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He went nuts. Take that episode, download the file, mm-hmm. go to an AI like audiotype.com, mm-hmm. upload the file. It will make a transcript. Find, find minute 853 to 1112 where Marvin went ridiculous. <laughs> right? <laughs> take that out. Go to Fiverr. Pay somebody on Fiverr to take that excerpt and then format that into an ebook. Mm. Pay somebody else on Fiverr or go to Canva, make a cover. Title it, you know. The top Marvin Francois top ten credit hacks or whatever you want title it don't matter though title mm-hmm. whatever you want go to a website like Gumroad right 
You don't have to pay them. They only get paid if you get paid. Mm-hmm. Open an account, connect your bank, right? Get a upload, upload the cover, make a product, mm-hmm. take that link. Now you can get paid. Now, hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Marvin Francois show. This is Marvin Francois. Before we get into it, we got Brendan on, on the show. But listen, I just dropped my brand new ebook, my <laughs> top 10 secrets to XYZ. Head over to XYZSecretsBook.com. Grab it. Brendan, welcome to the show. <laughs> now you got a live read, right? Facts. Or you could take it a step further, do what I would do, shoot a commercial mm. for that, give it to your engineer, Josh. Hey, Josh. Put this in post. Every single episode moving forward. Call to action. <laughs> On the screen, lower thirds. Guess what? Now, every single podcast episode that you have has that commercial in it. Mm-hmm. We call that sleep money, bro. Sleep money. We on the road. Come you getting paid. You're like, bing. Oh, Brendan. Yo, look. <laughs> Stripe, Stripe going crazy, bro. Stripe going crazy. Set oh, it and forget it money. What is that? Is that that ebook that you put together for episode 33? When we just took an excerpt that you actually didn't have to write? That you didn't do nothing? Actually, you didn't do the cover, huh? Oh, yeah, we just came up with a title, but you didn't do no work. Number two, product. Number three, one of my favorites. Let's do it. Right? Community, bro, subscription. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody got Wi-Fi. Everybody got an iPhone. Most people got a gym membership. They might not go, but they got a gym membership. Mm-hmm. Right? They got cable. Right? Hulu, Netflix, we're paying subscriptions. Amazon Prime, we're paying subscriptions. We need subscriptions. So, if you got a podcast, what is your podcast about? Right? Build a community around that, around that topic. Right? So, for instance, this is, you know, your platform is helping people with uh, financial literacy, credit, you know, um, and just giving people a better idea of what they need, the building block, so they can live a better life. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, right? Right. So, if you built a community around this subject, right, and maybe, you know, you was available for, um, you know, weekly Zooms, um, maybe you brought the guests on the show. So, let's say I came back into the community you know, I went in there, Q&A for like 10, 15 minutes. You had that going consistently. Maybe you recorded some content with me that wasn't in the podcast, but just available for the community. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had quarterly meetups. You know, may- maybe you dropped some Marvin Francois uh, rents in there, right? And you just put a little ticket in there, $99 a month. 10 people is $1,000. 1,000 times 12 is 12,000. Now your podcast is making $12,000 mm-hmm. from 10 people, mm-hmm. right? What if you empowered those people? Hey, listen, you want 50% off your membership? Here's an affiliate. You go crazy. Now, now they bring in a couple of people. What if you like Brendan? I don't believe that somebody would pay me, Marvin Francois, which they definitely should. $49 a month. Right. I mean, excuse me, $99 a month. Cool. Let's make it $49. So let's get 20 people paying you $49, getting that, getting that experience, right? Mm-hmm. Still $1,000 a month. Facts. Yo, listen, David Shans is making. Oof. Over $40,000 a month with the morning meetup. Crazy. If you multiply that by 12, that's almost a half a million dollars from the community. Crazy. Subscription revenue. Mm-hmm. It's number three, right? We keep going, bro. He, I, I, you know the, floor, the floor is yours, brother. We keep going, bro. The floor is yours. Number four, one of my favorites. Again, I mean, damn, I mean, they clearly are my favorites. Right. High ticket. Let's talk about it. Woo. Let's talk about high it. High ticket. Now, Big listen, money. if y'all know what high ticket is, High ticket is a product or service that's at least $4,000 or higher, Mm -hmm. right? Now, you might fulfill it or maybe you're an affiliate for somebody else that has a high ticket. Whether it's yours or someone else, it don't matter. Get a high ticket product. Now, if you have a high ticket product, the money money's in the math maths on a high ticket product. Yeah, yeah. So let's say you have a high ticket product. It's 5K. Well, if you sell, what, four of those, 
20K. So if, you, if you're a coach, consultant, business owner, and you have a high-ticket product, tie your high-ticket product to your podcast. Mm -hmm. Better yet, invite your potential clients on a show. Float them value. Float them power. You build that conversation. Guess what? Podcast over. Hey, man, listen. I think I can really help you with the thing you were talking about. <laughs> you know, how? How? Well, yeah, you know, so my agency does this, or, you know, my, my team does this. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, let me tell you more. Either close them right after, which I call it a par close, or set up another time and you guys can just talk about that because you already floated them value. Bro, you know how much money I made doing this? I think February, we made about, actually, no, 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 no. I'm going to be honest here because after I, I did a YouTube video on it, it's not out yet. So in 31 days, we made 67000 using the pod close strategy. Now, all that money isn't cash collected. We, we, out of that, we probably collected like probably 32 up front, but we closed 67000 in, in business. Crazy. Pod close. But you got to have a high ticket. Right. Can I keep going? Yo, I, I'd be ashamed if you did <laughs> Now, listen, this is one of the reasons why a lot of podcasters <clears throat> continue to operate their business as a side hustle, as a side project, as something that they do sometimes, right? It's because they just operate it like a podcast. It's a business. It's a media business. As right. soon as you turn on those lights, those cameras, these microphones, put on these headphones, have a conversation, record it, it's a media business. Fact. So what do you need to do is you need to position that podcast as such. So it should have its own LLC, EIN, uh, you know, bank account. Everything that you need to structure your, your regular business you need to structure your podcast business or your media business the exact same way. And the cheat code for that is, if y'all didn't know, with your business or your podcast up as a media business, you basically qualify for, right, credentials. Mm -hmm. So if there's a comedy show in your city, um, if Chris Brown is coming through, if there's an R&B show, if there's a, a live event, you can submit to cover that event because now you're deemed as media. Guess how many relationships you can build there? Oh my gosh. Right? Get, I'm talking about green room access. Come on. I'm talking bro. about behind the scenes. I'm talking about get there early, get access. Yo, Chris is getting water. Hey, hey, man, what's going on? Listen, I'm with I'm with, you know, Marvin Francois. I want to uh ask you about the XYZ. Oh yeah, bro. You know, we about to go crazy over here. Click, click, click. Oh yeah, talk to my assistant relationship. You can duplicate this, bro. You live in the biggest, you live in one of the greatest cities, arguably in the whole world. Fact. I mean, I know you go crazy, but I mean people in general. There's so much leverage. There's so much money you can get in this in this space. There's so much opportunity you can do in this space. Like, if you're in it, you need to look at it a little bit differently, or hopefully I inspired you to take a look at it a little bit differently. But you can make 100K in podcasting without a problem. You just need a product, right? Mm -hmm. Or you need a service, or you need a community, or you need a high ticket. If you don't want to do any of that because you might be lazy or maybe you don't believe that, that you know, it's going to take work, Get an affiliate, mm. but find sexy, romantic, dramatic affiliates that pay you out well. Get get run run that eight run that ADP play, or get with somebody like me that's gonna pay you ten percent of a high ticket, mm. or mm. get with another entrepreneur that's gonna pay you ten percent of a high ticket, or this other thing that I'm actually rolling out, but I'm not rolling out right now. But I guess I can tell you. Let's do it. Right, become a pod closer. What's a pod closer? A pod closer is someone right that closes deals. With their podcast, so it's like a hybrid. Okay, it's like you know, you you know, you understand the nuances of the podcast, mm. but you got closing skills. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I have pod closes on my team. I got two of them. Snipers, bro. You know how good it feels like closing deals. And you ain't closing the deals. <laughs> Amazing. But if you're if you're 
a pod closer and you can close deals for another podcast that got a high ticket product, you're going to be, you, first of all, you can make a lot of money. And then second of all, you're going to be in demand, right? It's a hybrid of podcasting and closing, mm. you know, it go crazy, bro. I'm just, I, listen, I just want to, I just want to wake up to podcast consciousness, man. Y'all, y'all need to make some <laughs> money, bro. Listen, y'all can make money. It's here. Listen, I'm going to tell you, um, trying to think uh no no okay adam 22 he just talked about it the other day in a post right and this might this could be controversial because he's going through a lot of stuff right now but whatever he's making so much money bro my man had a podcast i don't mm. know if you've seen it it's I, called plug talk i don't watch it i don't i know of him but i don't i don't watch his podcast but you see so bro he had a podcast mm -hmm. where he's interviews porn stars with his wife Crazy. and then they smash him and he I gets paid and he gets paid multiple ways he gets paid from the network he gets paid for OF, and he gets paid for the sponsors. And he's smashing all of the guests. Did not know this. It's a real podcast. It's called Plug Talk. But aside for that, he even admitted in the clip I seen, he was like, yo, this space is so crazy. You, get, you can get money so many, so many different ways. Because there's so much leverage. And here, here's where it gets even crazier, right? And this is where podcasting becomes like the ultimate. It, with a YouTube video, right? you only have the visual side of things, right? But with a podcast, remember, like you talked about earlier in the episode, it's just now becoming the video side. So with a podcast, you have one stream of, one stream, different streams of income that you can get on the video side of things. Yeah. And then you have different streams of income that you can get on the audio side of things, right? Look at Josh nodded in the corner. You can get on both sides. So you can have one set of affiliates strictly just for the video, and then you can have another set of affiliates strictly just for the audio. And you could charge, you could charge your, you know, if you got, if you, you know, if you go down the sponsor route, which we can also talk about, but if you do that, you could charge them for a package. They can have like the video package only. They can have the virtual pack. I mean, the audio package only, or they, they can have, have a both. combo. Right. Right. And you could charge them per episode. You could charge them a bundle of episodes. You could charge them per season. Sheesh. It go, it go crazy. And, and, and you had mentioned like earlier also, um, why podcasters ain't making money. It, it's because they think it's they need brand deal sponsorships, a large audience, and YouTube. That's the problem. They right. all think this way. Right. I don't know why. It's just kind of like one of those, you know, no one taught me, but it's kind of like this is what I assume, and they all think that way, and that's why they're not getting money. Cause like, oh yeah, once I get you know four thousand watch hours and a thousand subscribers, wrong. Cause once you get that, you're just able to make money. But if you don't pass the hundred thousand, the hundred dollar threshold, YouTube ain't you know. No, they ain't paying you. So yeah. that don't matter. You need to think about how can you get money on the way to that. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. I figured out how to get money on the way to that. And now I figured out how to make a lot of money on the way to that. And beyond. And beyond. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. This is... Lord have mercy. <laughs> Yo, you just gave them the game on top of the game, on top of the game, on top of the game. You did one one before we before we start to kind of um, close things out. You did mention, and I would love for you to also touch on it, because um, we've talked about it off camera, like sponsorships, right? Because yeah. obviously affiliates is one thing, but sponsorships is a lot more red tape. I know yeah, that yeah. comes with it. Could you yeah. talk a little bit about that and the kind of the podcasting going the podcasting route? So uh, if you got a podcast, I think one of the best ways for you to get sponsored immediately, right? You can go to um, uh pod corn like popcorn but pod corn is free you can sign up there it's basically like a marketplace that's going to connect you to podcasts with people that want to give you money so i would go there another thing i would do is this 
I would think about what's in my local marketplace. Where do I go? Do I go to coffee shops? Is there a um, community center? Mm-hmm. Um, is there a bank, credit mm-hmm. union? Is there a, um, a private uh, dealership? Is there a public dealership? Like, what is in your, you know, your 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 logistics, your area, Facts. right? Go there, meet the manager, right? Meet the owner, right? Pitch them on the opportunity to grab one of your packages or put a package together for sponsorship. It doesn't matter. Like, what's your overhead with your podcast? Maybe it's $500. Okay, cool. Put a package together for them that's 500 bucks. Sign into a three-month deal. Now, now, now your podcast is not costing you to operate it. They're happy because you're dropping, hey, this, this episode is sponsored by XYZ Cleaners. You know what they do. They press your stuff. The best. You want to go there. You want to go there. You want to make sure, you know, you get uh, your seam seamed. You know what I'm saying? Your dress is dressed. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you want. They got it. XYZ Cleaners. Now let's get back to the pod. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So find out who's in your area that you frequent. You spend money with them. Have them float it back to you. And, and you can take it a step further because if you run a virtual or in person and they got enough space, you can run a live session there and invite people to, the, to that location. They'll love that. Oh, my gosh. So you tell me you're going to do a live podcast. You're going to record it. You're going to be on location and you're going to bring people because you can promote it. If they don't say that, they're stupid. No. You know what I'm saying? Goodness. So just, you could just continue to float in power. Bro, there's so much that we can do. We need to talk about taking a podcast on a road road. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? We need to talk about finding, you know, like, the relationship side of the podcast is crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talk about that. There's a lot for you guys to take in. Maybe we'll do a part two, whatever the case may Maybe. be. We might, we, but, we might have to, bro. But what I'm trying to tell y'all is, if you have a pod, right, or want to launch a pod, there's a lot of different ways for you to get bread. And if Joe Rogan got a $30 million deal. No, if, I, think it's, I think it was 300 Wasn't it 300 Something crazy. It's number. crazy. If um million dollars worth of game got a, got an over hundred million dollar deal, if Button got a crazy deal, you know what I'm saying. If I am athlete got the crazy deal, if Draymond Green, Steph, uh, Braun, Paul 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 George got KD, a now. Paul George, yep. um, uh, Mason Cam, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp, yeah. Um, if all these dudes are getting into media and they got pods and you ain't, you're sick. And also think about it. Just because they're in there doesn't mean they know how to make money either. That's true. They just got a bigger name. Just, they actually just have the finances so they can move things a little faster. They're probably going for the corporate sponsorship dollars too. Mm-hmm. But it's just trying to show you where you should be, and this is a great space for you to be. Come on, man. Listen, we just flushed this thing out from top to bottom. Anybody who walks away from this episode and is not put it, is not does not take the action to put themselves in position to make more money on, a pro, on their podcast before this episode, than they would after, you just wasn't listening at all, at all, at all. Can't wait to see the clips. I know these clips are going to be Oh, crazy. no, this, these clips are going to be ridiculous. <laughs> these clips are going to be absolutely absolutely silly. And I'm extremely thankful for you coming on here. But there's someone who's watching this right now, as we're getting ready to just close this thing out, that loves everything that you talked about, loves the value that you provided, and they want us, they want, they don't want the learning to stop. Because I know you could talk about more. I know there's so many more layers to this podcasting game. And they want to tap in with you and what you have going on. For those who are listening or watching on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever it may be, that want to learn more about podcasting and continue to uh, connect with you and tap in with you, where can they find you and talk a bit about what's going on? That's a really good question, right? So I put together this free program. Mm. It's it's called the 100K Podcast Program. Okay. Right? I want to give this to them for free. Okay. All they need to do 
right? Text POD, P-O-D, 213-410-4920. I'll give you access to the free course. And there's a, it's 30 days of free mindset. I'm mentoring you, right? You also get access to affiliate talk, pod closing, right? Digital product talk, mm-hmm. right? And how to start a community or your subscription. All that completely for free. All you got to do is text POD, 213-410-4920. I can't wait to connect with y'all. Come on, man. Come on. And say, say, say it one more time, just, and I'll make sure I watermark it on the screen. Yeah, yeah. You want to text POD, mm-hmm. P-O-D, mm-hmm. 213-410-4920. I'm going to give you access to the 100K podcast program just for you, completely for free. Completely for free. They don't got to pay a quarter. They don't got to pay a thought. Well, actually, you got to pay a thought, but you don't got to pay a quarter. Not a nickel, not a dime, not a penny. No, just a thought. Just a thought. Just a thought. To wrap this thing up, you came down here and you, you, you blazed the platform down. I want you to finish this sentence for me so that we can close this thing out the right way. You should not get into podcasting or the podcasting space if blank. You should not get into this space, the podcasting space, unless you're serious, unless you take yourself serious. And the thing is, I mean, you said when I came in, you, you don't play about this. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? No. You, you, y'all, y'all, y'all don't play about this, right? Kobe and Shaq. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know what your dreams and aspirations are. You may have started some stuff and quit. You might just keep, keep continue to start and quit, start and quit. Maybe this is for you. Maybe my words are for you. Or maybe this platform is for you, right? Become the greatest version of yourself, but you have to do that by believing in yourself and taking the steps. You can't do that if you're going to play about it. So I'm telling y'all, do not play about it. If you want to do this, so much is available to you. We talked about making money. Mm-hmm. We talked about relationships. We talked about travel. We, I mean, the nuance is self-confidence and becoming to speak better, right? And dialogue, having a conversation. All of that come from the nuance of, of, of doing this. Right. So I would take it seriously because it could take you far and beyond what you, what you probably imagined. I mean, you know, I never thought I would be here just from turning on the cameras and putting on putting on the microphone. But look where I'm at. And my joints on the road, bro. I'm Come about on. to go international with mine. Come on now. And guess what? I can shoot a pot anywhere I want in the world. Yeah. So don't play about this. If you're really serious, I would commit. I would decide. I would take action. And you don't have to. It don't have to look any certain way. It could be exactly how you design it. There you go. My guy, Brendan Boyd. I appreciate you for coming on the platform, my brother. Hey, man. Always and forever. Thank you. Yo, I appreciate that mustache, bro. Hey, man, I thank you. I thank you. I appreciate it, man. This is uh, this mustache is a staple here on the Mar Francois Show. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Josh. More importantly, I appreciate you at home for tapping into this episode and listening. And if you haven't already, make sure you take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now to go ahead, slap that like button and show this episode some love and tell a friend to tell a friend that the party is not end, right? We still have so much more to do, all right? But as always, I'm Marvin Francois. This is my guy, Brendan Boyd. Y'all have been good. We've been great. This has been amazing. And as always, thank you. And God bless. Peace. Yo, professional, man. Professional.